know, the pandemic has caused us to spend less time um, with some people and more time um, with others. I don't know how that hits you. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with uh, Pastor Michael at the end of last summer and early fall. Um, actually, we had a, a, a Friday morning uh, fishing date um, during that time period. And typically, we would launch a little John boat out in Oliver Beach next to my house um, on an old ramp um, that worked well, uh, but it wasn't cleaned like um, other public ramps. And so I remember one time uh, we went out, I should say one Friday, uh, we went to the ramp and we backed the truck and the, and the, the trailer, the boat down in. And um, I get out of the truck and I get behind the truck and I'm in between the truck and the, and the boat. And Michael's in the truck bed behind me. And I'm trying to teach him, you know, this Paul and Timothy stuff that Pastor Joe was talking about. I'm trying to teach him how to launch this boat and I'm talking to him and and all of a sudden, Michael is a little bit excited anyway, but a little more so, and he starts yelling at me, your car, your car. And it didn't hit me because it wasn't a car, it was a truck. And, I, and then I felt the truck kind of pushing me. So the, the truck, the trailer, the boat are all sliding down into the water on their own. And so I did the most intelligent thing. I, 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 I leaned against the truck and I start trying to push the truck back up the ramp. I don't know why it didn't work, uh, but it didn't. And so I look up and Michael jumps across the cab of the truck into the truck. Uh, he puts the, the truck in gear, the car in gear, and he accelerates in reverse. And so now I'm trying to get out of the way and he figures out what he's doing and he throws it in drive and he tears out of the river and I'm diving out of the way and that day we successfully, Michael, launched the boat because the boat was still there in the water. He is a, a guy of action. He, he's going to do it. He's going to score the goal. He's going to uh, run uh, through that wall. Um, he is a guy of action, and, and that's in life, and that's spiritually as well. What I'm going to challenge all of us to do tonight, and I'm going to talk to uh, Pastor Michael a little bit tonight, but this applies um, to us, and, and that's this, that we live sent. That we live sent. If, if there's a message in one sentence, it's this. We are to live with this mindset that we have been sent. Whether we're doing that, whether we're picking up that sword, whether we're picking up that cross or not is really our decision, but realize tonight as believers, as Jesus followers, we've all been sent by Him to do something. Let's live with that mindset. Elizabeth invited herself into an outreach meeting. She shared how that many in Baltimore back in the summer were struggling to put food on the table. She said, we need to collect supplies and pass them out. But we don't have supplies, we'll get them. But we don't have volunteers, but we'll get those too. And so this ministry kind of grew. We added volunteers, we found supplies. Organizations started jumping on board. The ministry kind of changed hands. Uh, but up to this point, Rosedale Pantry now, uh, has delivered, has distributed uh, a little over 35,000 meals 
That's something that God did through someone of action. That was Elizabeth uh, Martini. Uh, Joe invited himself into my office. Actually, he knocked. He knocked on my office and I'm busy at work and, and I opened the door and I said, yeah, what, what, how can I help you, Mr. Joe? And he said, hey, have we ever thought about digging a well in Haiti? And I'm working and I thought, you know what? I, I've never thought about that. Is that something that you would be interested in? And, and, and you know what? Fast forward a couple years later, there's, there's a well in Haiti because he, he was a man um, of action. Uh, we are to live sent. We're to live busy we're to live doing what god uh, would have us to do again we're to live with this mindset that we have been sent to share his message sent to share his message do you have your bible tonight let's go to luke chapter 15 and look at the story that we may know or we may not know it's the story of zacchaeus but if you haven't heard it it's this it's this it's this awesome story found um, in jesus life in luke chapter number 19 uh, look at verse 1. I'm going to read it to us tonight. If you don't have your Bible, uh, just listen to me, and I will read it to you. But Luke chapter 19, look at verse number 1. The Bible says this, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named, here he is, Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and he could not for the press because he was of little stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him and to see Jesus. This guy had the desire to, to hear from, to see Jesus, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him and he said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and he came down and he received him joyfully. And when they saw it, the crowd, when they saw it, they, they all murmured saying that he was gone to be the guest of a man with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man and by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day salvation is come to this house, for as much as he also is the son of Abraham. Verse 10. Uh, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Uh, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. I have this verse underlined and, and the verse number circled in my Bible. Can you read that verse with me? What's it say? For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus was someone that was on a mission. We just read His mission. And as, as Jesus' followers, as people that have received the grace of God, Man, we are motivated with this mission. That is, we're all sent. Uh, that is, we're all sent again. Whether we're responding or not, whether we're picking up that sword or not, whether we're picking up that cross or not is our decision to make. But listen to me, we're all sent tonight. Uh, we have a message. We have a mission. Uh, we should deliver it. And so here's the message. Let's have that mindset that we're sent. And let me how you to do that. Number one, here it is. If you're taking notes, take them fast tonight. Number one, here it is. Let's live sent by doing this. Let's identify people who need the gospel. 
Michael, in your life, identify people who need the Gospel. Uh, Look at verse number 5. And when Jesus came to the place, He looked up and He saw Him. Talking about Zacchaeus. And He said unto Him. Again, He came to the place. He looked up and He saw Him. And Jesus walking. Uh, When He came to the place, He looked up and he, and he saw Zacchaeus and he began this conversation uh, with this man. Here's the point. Jesus was conscious of those around him. Uh, he, was, he was searching. Uh, Jericho, uh, this city, a famous historian said of this city that it was the, the fattest city in the land. Uh, it was a thriving city. It had a lot. It was doing a lot of business. There were a lot of people there. And smack dab in the middle of it was this man, uh, Zacchaeus. He was rich, the Bible says. Uh, He was a tax collector. Um, And being a tax collector, probably probably not well liked. Uh, Named among thieves. He was a tax collector. He he was a Jewish man uh, that was working for the Romans. Collecting money from Jewish people in order to pay the Romans. He was probably loved within Jericho, right? People probably you know, flocked around him and around his house. Not so. I would say that Zacchaeus was, was hated. Uh, he was something when you saw him, uh, you, you immediately thought bad thoughts. Uh, he was a, a hated uh, man. And the Bible says, interestingly enough, in verse number 5, when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him, and he started this conversation with him. He, he recognized who was there. Let's identify. Let's be conscious of those around us tonight. You know, not just bodies, not just people, but, but needs. Uh, we should identify people who need the Gospel. Jesus did just that. Uh, he healed the, the hemorrhaging woman in Matthew chapter 9. He made time for the nobleman's son in, in John chapter 4. Jesus ministered to the crippled man at the pool of Bethesda. He was always... Let me say it like this. And, and this is your principle. You can write it down. Jesus was always fully present. That's the principle of number one. Jesus was always fully present. He was wide awake to the needs around Him. He was conscious. Uh, he, he understood what was going on around Him, the needs that were there. Not only conscious, He was calculated. Uh, write that in. Uh, he was conscious, but then B, He was calculated. Look at verse number 5 one more time. Verse 5 says this, Make haste. Hurry up. Come on down. Come down, for I'm going to your house. Here, you can see that Jesus had a plan. In fact, Jesus invited Himself to Zacchaeus' house. And it's the only time in Scripture that we find that He does this. He invites Himself over. He had a plan. He wanted to talk with Jesus. He wanted to spend time with Him. To pass a meal with Him. To eat with Him. You know, we, we identify people, we're conscious, but also we should be calculated. That is, we should look for ways uh, that we can engage other people. Uh, and not only that, we should plan it. It shouldn't be this reaction, it shouldn't be this passive approach, but it should be, uh, who can I help? Uh, when you walk into the room looking for the need. Uh, when you're at work looking for the need. When you're talking with someone, trying to find out or being sensitive to the need that is there, calculated in your approach. And we do this as Americans, we meal plan. 
Uh, we plan our finances. What I'm asking us to do, what Jesus is doing here is He's calculating His time with other people. That is absolutely life on a mission. Uh, he is conscious. He's, he's calculated. Uh, being sent, living sent, demands that we calculate, that we plan, that we're intentional about inviting people into this relationship that we have with God. Is there anyone in here tonight excited about their relationship with God? I mean, we just sang about it. Uh, we're hearing about it. Uh, are you excited about your relationship with God? This awesome relationship that we have through Christ with God, we should want everyone to know it. He, he, was, he was conscious of the needs around him. He was calculated, but he was also courageous with his message. Look at verse number 9. Verse 9 says this, And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation. Uh, he's talking about salvation. This day is salvation come to this house for as much as he also is the son um, of Abraham. Uh, look, this point is, is really easy. Be obedient. Be, be aware of those opportunities that you have to share what you've been given. Man, what have you been given? Man, you've experienced the grace of God. You've experienced the mercy of God. Take advantage when you have the opportunity to share that story. Did we not just hear a story of grace? Didn't we, did we not just hear a story of mercy? And if we're believers, you have that story. You have a story to tell. Take advantage of that. Be courageous with the message that you have. Identifying requires, the point, identifying requires walking through life wide awake don't miss the need around you is there a need oh there's a need the need is there the need is local so let's start where we are the need is local so let's start where we all where we are a lot of us live here in baltimore and we know that our city our city has a need did you know uh, that tonight uh, in the cold, uh, there is around 3,000 homeless that will sleep in our streets. Our city, Baltimore. Our city, Baltimore, is, is ground zero really for a, a, a drug epidemic. Actually, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in 2018, it's been a couple of years since then, there are new statistics quarterly, uh, but it reached 85.2 per 100,000 uh, 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 passive uh, overdoses. Uh, the, the center uh, of, of really this drug epidemic. We have people that are hungry. We have families that are in need. We have, uh, through COVID, uh, depression that is hitting hard right now. Guess what? Our city, our city, our city needs Jesus. Uh, that is, needs what we have. Uh, man, let's see the need as it is. It's, lo it's a local need, so let's start where we are. But not only that, uh, the need is global, so let's reach where we are not. Man, let's share the Gospel with those that are around us. Start where we are, but let's send. Let's reach to where we are not. 7,000, around 7,000 unreached pockets of people. Uh, pockets of people without a, a gospel witness. Some even say that 29% of the earth hasn't heard of Jesus. They're around right now um, on the planet 6,900 languages. 
Uh, around a thousand of them have a complete copy of God's Word. So we see the need. It's local. We start where we are. But we also need to see the global need and we need to reach where we are not. Man, if you talk with Michael very long, you're going to find out he has this local, he has this local desire. Uh, he wants to start ministries that reach communities here in Baltimore. Let's start where we are, Rosedale Baptist Church, and we are. And we're reaching in many different ways into our city. But not only local, let's, let's go global. Let's reach where we are not. You know, my family has been here since uh, 2014. Um, well, really, we came to Rosedale uh, to work with the Spanish ministry um, and to also help with medical missions outreach. Um, and, and here recently... Uh, we've been praying about a, a decision as a family, whether to pursue this, this global adventure, uh, this global reach. Um, and Pastor Bradley with uh, Medical Missions came and he said, hey, we need someone uh, that will help us uh, serve as uh, the, uh, the missions director for our missions agency. And so we've been praying about that thing. Uh, we've been praying uh, hard. Uh, and it's a difficult decision because we really have a win-win and a loss-loss because we, we love uh, medical missions. We, we love Rosedale Baptist Church. And, and we've learned a ton here. Uh, my wife is somewhere within this auditorium right now. I haven't been able to locate her. Uh, but we, we love you. And, you know, we've really decided to accept this opportunity uh, to, to, what I would say, go global. And that is, we feel as a family that God would have us um, to serve in that capacity. Our family mission statement is this. As a family, we seek, and we talk about this, uh, but we seek to, to love God. Uh, we seek to love others. And we seek to love each other. And we really feel that this is what God would have us to do, is to take this position and to continue on so we'll leave soon and serve in that way, but there is a, a local reach and there's a global reach. And there's a local reach and a global reach. And, and what I'm asking us to do tonight is to live sent where we are. Uh, let's serve Him here. Uh, let's reach uh, there. Uh, there's so much need within the world. Let's reach uh, for Him tonight. Conscious of those around Him. Calculated, yes. Uh, identifying the needs um, that are there. And so let's live sent. Jesus did this. He, he identified people, but not only that, uh, he identified people, but he invested in people. He invested in people. Uh, investing in others as you share the gospel. Michael, what I'm asking you tonight is invest in others as you share the gospel. Uh, Rosedale Baptist Church, listen, invest in others as we share the gospel. It's not just sharing the message, but it's investing in their lives as we do so. Look at verse number 5. And Jesus came to the place and he looked up and he saw him. And he said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must abide. I must spend time with you. Uh, Zacchaeus, I love you. I, I want to be with you. I want to know more about you. I want to invest in you is really what he, I want to abide in your house. Let's spend time talking um, over a meal. Let, let me spend time with you. Let's invest in others as we share the gospel with them. Uh, really, this is a point of making disciples. 
And God wants us, He desires us to make um, disciples. As we, as we heard Matthew chapter 28 um, came up tonight, making um, disciples. Let's invest, let's make disciples. That is using our time, our gifts, and our resources um, to, to make disciples, investing. Making disciples really though is this, it's a, it's a, it's a, lifestyle, it's a lifestyle choice. Um, reaching, connecting. I would say uh, the purpose of RBC, the vision of RBC is to reach the next one. It's, it, it's making disciples. It's, it's reaching that one and pulling them in and planting them into a church and, and investing in them, uh, investing in others as we share the gospel. Let me give you some practical points fast. How can we do this? How can we invest in others? How can we make disciples? Well, uh, we do this by connecting them to ourselves. Connect them to yourself. Help me a little bit tonight. What am I asking you to do? Connect them to yourself. Can you say that with me? Connect them to yourself. That's what you do. You connect them to yourself. You make time for them. You make friends. You go for a coffee. You go to a baseball game when you can. You invite someone fishing. You go shopping. Uh, listen to me. You share your life with people. The gospel is passed from person to person. Uh, the gospel is passed from life to um, to life, and so we should be investing um, in others, investing in others as we share the gospel. We connect them with God's word, or we we connect them to ourselves. Number two, gave I gave that one up. Number two, you should connect them to God's word. So connect them to yourself. Say that with me. Connect them to yourself. Uh, number two, you connect them to God's word. Say that you connect them to God's word. Uh, it's the only anchor that doesn't move. You know, we're, we move, we're up and down, our emotions are all over the place, but God's Word stays the same. Connect them to God's Word. Here, Zacchaeus is speaking um, to the Word. Uh, he, he's speaking to Jesus. He's speaking to the anchor. Uh, but as we're investing, let's connect them to ourselves. Let's connect them to God's Word. Let's connect them to the church. Say that with me. Connect them to the, the church. So we connect them to ourselves. Uh, we connect them to God's Word. And then we connect them to what? To the church. To the family. There are all kinds of people out there that, that need you. Now we don't often think of it like that. But as we come in here tonight, and as we sit, and as we talk, people all around us need us. And we need other people. Uh, today, we talked about the, about the tools that God has given us. Think about the tools that God has given us to grow closer to Him. Uh, he's given us the Word of God. He's given us the Holy Spirit. The third is often overlooked. He's, he's given us each other. We should be encouraging and lifting up and helping each other, connecting them to um, the church. Connecting them to um, the church Marie Lee Wilson, now Marie Muldoon, uh, went to Honduras. And she went to share the gospel to the deaf community. And when she got there, she found this. Uh, that, that those that she was trying to reach could not speak in our language. They could not sign. Uh, they didn't know the language. And so she had to teach them a language. And then she had to teach them the gospel um, from the Bible, uh, investing in them, pouring into them, uh, someone of action. Uh, Bradley and Kelly Edmondson in, in 2005 took a, a missions trip to the Dominican Republic. 
And, and when they got there, they, they had this first missions trip, and they thought, man, this, this could work, sharing God's love using the tool of medicine. Again, a family um, of action. Uh, people of action. That's what I'm encouraging us all to do tonight is to live sent, identifying the needs that are around us, investing in others as we share the gospel. And then number three, uh, the motivation is this. Let's increase sending to reach more with the gospel. Let's increase sending and to reach more with the gospel. Look at verse number 10. Uh, Verse number 10 says this, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save um, that which was lost. Here here, here we're given really sort of uh, Jesus' mission statement. We're seeing what He came to do. What did He come to do? Well, He came to seek and to save that which was lost. We see His view of those people around Him. And I would say this, how we view the lost tonight How we view those without a relationship with God tonight will determine what we do to reach them. Uh, Some people actually evade, avoid those without a relationship. Uh, They seek to isolate themselves into, into communities as to avoid those that are not like them. They, they evade those without a relationship with Him. And many take that approach. Some even degrade those that are different from them. And, and so that they, they degrade them. They talk bad about them. They, they choose uh, this condemnation over compassion and they degrade them when you're, you're not like me and you don't you know, worship like this. And, and, and they condemn rather than showing um, compassion. The Pharisees here in verse 7 did just this. Look at verse number 7. And when they saw it, they all murmured. These, this, this group of people. Uh, the crowd that had, had gathered around and, and watched as Jesus communicated with Zacchaeus saying that He was gone to be a guest of a man with a man that is a sinner. And kind of feel, you can kind of feel the uh, this this negativity pouring out of them. It, it, look, he's talking with he was talking with Zacchaeus. It, he's talking with that guy. Look look at what he's doing. He's talking with that guy that that's a sinner. It's it, it's degrading those that uh, that, that 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 this crowd thinks that's that they're, they're better than him. Degrading, but we don't evade. We don't degrade. But what does the Bible teach us? We just read verse number ten. This is our mission. Michael, this is where it's at right here. Verse 10 says, For the Son of Man, that's Jesus Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. We don't evade. We don't degrade. Here it is, church. We, we invade. Uh, that is, uh, we, we, we attack those that don't have the message with the message. Uh, we absolutely go to where they are. And we seek ways that we can reach them with the message uh, that we have. We invade the unsaved. Why? Because we are the body. We are the, the incarnation of the Gospel. Uh, man, we have the DNA, the spiritual DNA of our Father that's found in verse number 10. And verse number 10 says, man, He had a, he, he had a mission. 
uh, he had a vision, but he had a mission. He was to, to, to seek and to save. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And so it's almost like, go, go, go. Give him food. Dig a well. Go, go, go. But first, let me say this. Be careful. Because what I'm not saying is that we do, do, do in order to receive from him. No, in fact, just the opposite because of who we are, we serve. Because of what we have received, now we're, we're motivated um, to serve. Uh, our spiritual DNA is found in verse number 10. What we do comes out of who we are. And maybe that's the question, who, who are we? Who does the Bible say we are as believers? Well, the Bible says this. The Bible says that we are righteous and holy in Romans 5. The Bible says that we are precious in His sight in Ephesians 2. Uh, the Bible says this, that we're accepted by God in Ephesians 1. We are the body of Christ, the church of the living God. We are Christians. And so we should use what we have. That is, invade those that need uh, what we have. Invade the unsaved. It is who we are. It is, it is what we do. Here's the principle. Your last principle on your page is this. We are to intentionally engage society with His message. We are to intentionally engage society with His message with a genuine spirit of Christ's likeness. Michael, let's identify, let's invest, let's increase. Let's identify, let's invest, let's increase. Church, let's identify, let's invest, let's increase. Let's do all that we can to give what we have. What is it that we have? We have the grace of God. We've experienced the, the, the mercy of God. We all know something as Jesus followers about the love of God. Let's share what we have. Let's identify the need. Let's invest in those around us. Let's increase. Maybe it's local. Maybe it's global. Actually, it's both. Uh, let's reach everywhere with um, the love of God. I would ask that you pray for Michael as he, uh, man, that he, he follows what God would have him to do. Two, I would have you pray for our family as we seek to follow what God would, would have us to do. Uh, we're excited, um, and we're kind of sad at the same time. We're excited to start the, uh, uh, this chapter in life, uh, but we hate to leave people that we love. And I would just pray that you would, um, we would just ask that you would pray for us. Identify, invest, and increase. Can you say that with me? Identify, invest, and increase. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. I thank you for the story that we have here in Luke chapter 19. Lord, I do pray that you would help our church, help us as a group of believers, help Rosedale Baptist Church to identify the needs that are around us. Help us to invest in others. Lord, help us to increase. Um, Lord, not to not to lose sight of what our mission is. Lord, help us to identify the needs. Uh, Lord, help us uh, to keep looking. Lord, help us to invest in those around us. Lord, help us to increase. 
um, in, in those areas in what we're doing. Lord, we love you. We thank you for saving us. Lord, we thank you for the grace that we've experienced, the mercy that we have uh, through your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, help us as we share that with others. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen.